Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. up everybody project Atachi here with my co-host ward nurse back for another week the gz chop shop and you know what <laughs> i'm gonna just be real with y'all for a minute i'm gonna be real i don't even know if music playing but the music playing i'm gonna stop the music right now i was supposed to be on a vacation this week warners and i we we agreed that we were going to take the week off and the reason before you guys get upset, I know we're your favorite podcast and you're like, what week off? You got on a vacation for like a month. So January 31st was my birthday. And I was like, I already know Tuesday's going to come. And, you know, there's a lot of stuff happening in my life that's got me really, really busy. So I was like, I just need a day or two to just chill, you know, just focus on the stuff we already That's a vacation for us. That's one or two days. I just need like a day or two. <laughs> of chilling. Um, Catch up exactly. on an anime or something. And I was like, what's going to really pop off? It's it's the end of a month. Nothing's going to really happen within this day. So, you know, we'll, we'll skip the, the week for an episode. Sony. Obviously, you listened to the podcast because you were like, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> you don't get to take off. We're making a play. And they did it and on my birthday. Sony, you did me dirty. I just wanted one day off. And they knew that. Itachi, you know, I when I was at work when I when I got the news. And uh, I remember the first thing I thought, because we just talked about taking the week off. We just talked about it that morning. And I remember seeing the headline of Sony purchasing Bungie <laughs> for three it's point. Like, what was it? Three point nine point six. And it, it's it, it billion dollars <laughs> and yeah, three point six billion dollars. And I remember thinking to myself, <laughs> well, <laughs> one, we're not taking the week off. Two, we called it. We called it. We called it. We called it, it about two we weeks called ago. It on even before that, we were when Microsoft bought Activision Blizzard. We we said this in the podcast. We were, we we said, okay, Sony's not going to let this fly. If you think mm-hmm. for a second that Microsoft is going to make a move like this 
And Sony's just going to go, yep. it's no big deal. You're, you're completely wrong. And you don't understand, you don't understand how this business. works. You don't understand. Cause, cause mo- most of, most of the gamers out there, most of the, the, the game, the game industry watchers, uh, people who keep up with tech, whatever. I, I used to be just like you guys. I used to also be biased towards my own <laughs> console system or my favorite gaming system. I'd like, oh, you know, oh, screw Sony or or Microsoft mm. won't do that. Like whatever, whatever side you're on. OK. Nope. don't think like that. You, you can't think like that because the, the, the at the very end of the day. You better believe that the competition is taking notes and going, oh, it's Mm-mm. fierce. Yep. And, and that. Yeah. So we called it on, on that episode with Microsoft Activision Blizzard at the beginning of the month. And then we, we called it more so wild called it on the last episode from two, less than two weeks ago. um, So for anyone who uh, didn't listen to last week's episode, please go and check out that episode. It's a very informative episode uh, titled the, uh, content creators handbook we have wild for games on and it was extremely informative and talk about someone like us who saw something coming <laughs> beforehand i'm gonna play this clip for you guys and just just listen this was from last week this was before sony even said anything before anyone even realized they were going to do something just listen to the clip from last week's episode it's <laughs> I, i'll tell you what we didn't predict was uh we did not see Microsoft come in and out of nowhere and buying Activision. Blizzard. Someone did. It's not the end, okay. by the way. I, I, I will give you a prediction here without a rabbit hole. In the next three years, maybe five to give me some grace period there. Take two and Activision are publicly traded companies. I think both of those will be acquired by certain companies. And if I had to take a shot in the dark, I wouldn't be surprised if Facebook buys one of them because they need something for their metaverse and the Oculus. And Mm -hmm. we already knew last year that uh, Netflix said they're going to get into the gaming space. Their gaming space will most likely be mobile, I would suggest, or I would uh, guess. So I think they're going to buy a company called Skills, which is also a publicly traded company. So I have a feeling every publicly traded company right now will probably absorb in the next three to five years, because since Microsoft, not acquired yet, it's still next month till they acquire it, since they're acquiring yeah. Activision Blizzard, that makes all the other companies out there need to build a bigger catalog to compete. That right there, that last part was the really critical part. Building up so they can compete. Because Microsoft has been a big shark in the gaming industry waters lately. And they've been snapping up these IPs left and right. They've been flaunting that big wallet of theirs and just snapping them up because they want a bigger cut of the gaming industry pie. And Sony is pretty much their opposite of this on the same coin. So when either one of them makes a big move, the other one responds in kind. That's just how it is. And Microsoft has been on an accelerated pace in scooping up these IPs and they struck a very, I want to say uh, from, a, you know, for them, it was a, a business savvy. It's not going to affect the rest of the world blow. But in my opinion, when I looked at, when they said, Hey, we're taking Activision 
uh, Blizzard off the board. It's ours now. I said, oh, that's a shot in the gut because now Sony has to come to you for one of the biggest titles that comes out almost on a yearly basis and you have control over it. Said everyone complains about it, but we all know Call of Duty sells whether people love it or hate it. And now Microsoft just took it. And of course, they paint the pretty picture. Nothing's going to change. PlayStation, you guys still have access to it, et cetera, et cetera. Until those contracts run out, until those agreements run out and they will run out. And the part we don't see is the new renegotiation when they come out and they say, all right, well, we're making the new Call of Duty. How much do you guys want to pay us for it to still be a multi-platform? How are we going to work this out? So if anything, and I've seen a lot, a lot of people saying, you know, oh, well, that wasn't going to affect Sony. Uh, It's actually going to hurt Microsoft more in the long run. It might hurt them in the beginning because they're going to lose some of that sales from the PlayStation community if they do hinder it. But eventually, if if Wild's prediction becomes true and Activision becomes publicly traded, it won't matter because then the stocks will just be all that Microsoft needs, whether Sony community buys it or not. Activision being its own thing, making its own money, and then having to give it to big, big, big daddy Microsoft, Microsoft would be like, yeah, whatever. We're sitting pretty whether the PlayStation community buys the game or not. And to prove that even Sony had to acknowledge the threat that that big purchase had, they struck a decisive blow. They probably could have went for any other developer within that 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 price range, because I know there's a few. But they went for Bungie. Bungie. Bungie is almost like slapping them in the face because Bungie, you know, anyone who's not super familiar with Bungie, when people think Bungie, they think Halo because Bungie originally created mm-hmm. Halo Combat Evolved. They were the original publishers of this game or uh, the gaming studio behind behind Halo. Um, and then they broke off with uh, and Halo went with 343 and Bungie became its own thing. So it it was almost like a slap in the face, like, oh, we'll take something that made you Mm -hmm. what you were. That's like a piece of their soul. And one of the biggest things that I've seen uh, just people talking about this on Twitter and and Reddit and and on social media is not thinking that this is a big deal because Microsoft spent so Mm. much more money, threw around so much more money to purchase uh, Activision Blizzard. Um, And I think what people don't understand is overall, if you compare Microsoft as a whole to Sony, Microsoft's net worth is much, much higher. So you ask the question, okay, if that's the case, how come Sony is still barring better than Microsoft in the gaming industry. That's not saying Microsoft's doing poorly at all. They're number three now. But the point is, you got to look at it like this. Microsoft as a whole is not just gaming. Most of their money, most of their investments come from uh, computer programming. A very, very small portion of that 
is is made from gaming. I uh, w- what's the numbers I here? From, I, we 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 yeah, put them together for you guys. Valued at like eleven point three million, I think. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah, so, uh, Microsoft's gaming revenue is approximately eleven point three nine billion a year. Compare that to Microsoft's net worth of two hundred eighty-six billion dollars. Overall, above that, their capitalization, all together, like everything, not just net worth, like just everything. They're a two point two trillion dollar company. Those are huge numbers, and you and you're like, okay, oh, yeah, absolutely. Like Microsoft's winning. No, Microsoft's winning in yeah in computer programming. <laughs> Microsoft is new to gaming. Microsoft, that $11.39 billion is nothing compared to Sony because Sony is all tech and gaming. You look at Sony, their net worth, their, their net worth is $143.12 billion. And you're like, okay, well, that's not as much as Microsoft. That's half as much as Microsoft because, again, all of that is tech and gaming. And so you can't just look at the numbers and go, oh, well, they're worth more or they have more money. No, no, no. no. They're making all of that money from gaming and their tech. They've been in this for a while. They've been doing this for a while and they're good at it. That's why they're on top right now. And that's why Microsoft's in a position because they have so much money from everything else that they're already established in to start buying up everything. They're, they're purchasing everything because they can, not because they're doing the work themselves. Yeah. And I'm not, I'm not saying that to poke fun at Microsoft. That's just what they're doing because they can do it. And from their standpoint, to get into gaming, well, what, what is Microsoft going to do? Make games on their own? No, they need studios, established studios. They have the money to purchase those established studios, especially studios that are hurting or are small or don't know any better, but they, maybe they put out a good game and they're an indie company and then they just get bought out because they throw out some big numbers. Sony hasn't had to do that. Yes, they do purchase studios and they are now to compete with Microsoft to let them, honestly, to my opinion, to let them know, like you're not the only ones we can do around this. here. They can do that. It, it was too, it was too oh, quickly yeah. that they did that. To, it yeah. was definitely a flex, but Microsoft's or I'm sorry. Sony has been in this game for a while. And they know what they're doing. They are gaming. They are tech. And just to, to piggyback. So don't just, just look at the numbers. Also what you were saying about, you know, Sony having, ha- having, you know, a play in this game for longer than, than Microsoft technically. I know a lot of people, well, you know, they had the computer. No, we're, we're talking pretty much gaming. Like they've had their neck in gaming for so much longer because back in the heydays of consoles, there was the PS1. There was the Nintendo Entertainment System. What Microsoft console was there? There wasn't one. Microsoft didn't enter that console phase until the PS2 era. At this point, Sony was already established. They knew this is what we do. There's, they're, they're, it's their brand, Sony Entertainment. That's what they do. So I feel what Microsoft does and 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 like you were saying you know they they've got the money to wave around it's not their gaming funds that are paying this this is their 
net worth that that's paying for it. Whereas for Sony, I think it's what they're making off gaming. That's helping them close these deals. Which to me, when you, when you look at it from that perspective, so Sony spent five times more money than the amount that they're giving their actual gaming revenue brings in. So that, yeah, it, all that money came from everything else. That's Microsoft outside of gaming. It's like, me dipping into my other <laughs> bank account that I have setting up that it's been saving for 20 years. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to invest yeah. over here. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I'm just saying that these, you got to look at all these different things to have a better understanding of why they're making these moves, what you might be able to consider next, especially when you're considering things like stocks and yeah. where you want to put your money, all of this stuff matters and it's all very interesting. So yeah, you can't just look at the, you can't just look at the big, yeah, the one big number. The, gotta look at the bigger picture because here's a question that uh, I've been wondering. We all know Microsoft, they, it says they want a, a bigger cut of the gaming pie. Okay. But what's your end goal? What's your end game? Where are you going? And you know, if you, if you think as you know, you're sitting there like, they just want a bigger cut. Like, okay. But what is this bigger slice? Because as far as we know, gaming has no end in sight. So when does it when does it stop? When does it become a monopoly? What is Microsoft's goal? Because if you think about it, Microsoft wants to put as much stuff on Game Pass as they can to drive up the subscription numbers. And I see two sides of it. You offer this service at this affordable price easy on the wallet. It's alluring to people, especially in times where money is hard to come by, but they still want to play their games, but they can't afford to buy a whole new game every month or week or whatever. So they go to Game Pass and Game Pass is like, yeah, we've got the game for like $4 or $5 a month. You can have our entire library of games, you know, to drive up their subscriptions and everything. But let's not forget that they also tried to buy a big gaming uh communication brand known as discord let's not forget <laughs> that which they failed i'll never forget that that, that was, was over, the, over summer. the summer what was that mayish was, yeah. was that was that about may last year yeah. or so and it's, and it's, uh, it's for for y'all listening i'm sorry it's around, it's around it, that it, time it, it, that it's it kind of gotten swept under the rug at this point that they failed but i'm saying hold up y'all might have forgot that Microsoft was over here not only trying to buy up gaming IPs, they bought Bethesda a few years ago, then they were trying to scoop up a couple others, uh, and then they went and turned their attention to Discord. I said, they are not just trying to expand their playing gaming, they're trying to own it. Now, they were trying to set it where you had to go through them for gaming. They buy all your favorite publishers, all the well-known ones, buy them up. And they bought the more expensive ones because they knew they had the funds to do it because they knew, well, if we buy the more expensive ones, obviously that money now becomes our money. And those people have to come to us for those games. Then you turned your attention to Discord because it's a main means of communication in the PC market, which is the largest gaming market. They make up over 50% of the gaming market in general, just China alone. So they tried to scoop up Discord to control gaming communication. They failed with Discord. And, 
and and what happened days days no, later the, 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 after discord <laughs> said, said no, no to microsoft because everyone was worried everyone's like oh my god like discord is at that point mm-hmm. they could go public they could sell out they could keep doing what they're doing and i remember we had we had a whole podcast about this and we talked about discord kind of doing like it should it should do its own thing and keep growing because what they're doing for the community i think right now is they're trying to do it for yeah. the community's benefit I, Discord does not come across to me as a platform that's trying to impede anybody yeah. in any way. Um, so what happened days later after? <laughs> Wasn't this after they said like, no to Microsoft? It would be awesome if YouTube and Discord would. <laughs> I said, I mean, yeah, I said it would be so awesome if YouTube and Discord partnered together and did yep. like did something, or if they worked with Sony. Days later. Sony entered into an agreement, a partnership. To test out things with YouTube. To test out things yeah. for, with YouTube. And I was like, and, and we haven't heard much about it since. I, and, I, and you know, I think that's probably for the best because then you're not getting people's hopes up. Um, but to me, that just says that they're, they're working, working on something, on something big. very good at just dropping updates. They don't. Yeah, they really they do. Like to advertise. The the day they bought the, the the day Sony bought Bungie, I remember getting on Discord and seeing that little notification pop up out of nowhere. Would your, you like to connect to your, your Discord to your PlayStation Network? And I was like, these I said these motherfuckers. <laughs> I just started laughing. I was like, that's too coincidental. Yeah. So I I don't know. Uh, I yeah, I just thought it was funny. I was, I was like, really? But uh, this. <laughs> this whole thing is extremely exciting. <laughs> I'm really curious what this is going to mean going forward for subscriptions. Mm. Game Pass. Uh, I know we talked about uh, Bungie. Uh, or I'm sorry, not Bungie. Um, we talked about Active, Activision Blizzard and their games and their subscriptions. I'm curious what we're going to see down the road. Um, and then what, yeah, and what this means for the games on Game Pass right now. Yeah. Call of Duty has been a big one. People I've been, again, I've been talking with people, reading things and, and, and a lot of communities are talking about what does this mean for Call of Duty? And I'll tell you what it means for Call of Duty right now. Absolutely nothing. Someone the other day mentioned, you know, Microsoft could just take Call of Duty right now away from Sony, away from multi-platform and, and just as like a big FU, whatever. And I said, that's not what's going to happen. I said, these companies are competing. Absolutely. But they're not gonna. That's too dumb, because if you if you do that, if you do something like that, and you say, okay, this game belongs to me now, I'm not gonna share. All you're doing is hurting yourself because that game is already established on yeah. multiple platforms. You're you're gonna lose so much more money than you have anything to gain by keeping it only yeah. on your platform, and it makes you. It, honestly, it it does. It makes yeah. you look bad, and there's a difference between. Healthy, I say healthy competition and trying to just honestly, just the word I would just use is just to be just to be kind of scummy at I'm this not point. Lying. I feel like this is like watching two kids start slowly building up to a fight in a schoolyard. Like the console wars has been a thing. The console wars became a thing once Microsoft hit the scene. Honestly. 
I don't think there was really a console war between Sony and Nintendo because Nintendo's always done their own thing. And because Nintendo does its own thing, people respect Nintendo because they just find it so funny that Nintendo just doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> I, I told I told people the other day, I, I matter of fact, I think I reiterated it yesterday to, to someone else on Facebook. I said. Nintendo does not. It's not that they don't care. It's that this honestly doesn't affect them because they have two huge things going for them. The, the biggest thing is that they have a platform that is full of nothing yeah. but nostalgia. Things like, like Mario and, and, and so on and so forth. They're established. You, you, Nobody nobody's, like, nobody's going to dispute that. And my second thing is the fact that they're, they have their, their own thing. They're their own niche. I, I say niche, but they're, they're their, they're their yeah. own brand completely unique in their, in their own way that nobody else can possibly, possibly measure up to probably really works in Nintendo's favor that shows that there's still a big market for it, even though, and this is where in my opinion, even PlayStation and definitely Microsoft kind of lost their, their way in some regards. Nintendo still favors cooperative and single player games. They're not so focused on PVP battle Royal. Like they have those games that have crossed over, but they do not do as well on their platform as their other games like Mario Party, Pokemon, Legend of Zelda. Just two days ago, uh, the new Pokemon game, Legend of Arceus, came out. It's already skyrocketed to the to their number one seller. This shows people like the way Nintendo approaches games. Fun to play, not as stressful. <laughs> Nostalgia. nostalgia again i mean you you know let's let's be honest most of the people that are playing pokemon there there are peers like you come in and you you want to just have a chill game you pick up your switch you sit down you play some pokemon and you can just do these things at your pace or you can hop on and play call of duty and raise your blood pressure 30 times over and walk away hating life and you know so and one thing is microsoft is very focused on uh pvp that's their bread and butter they they love that you know competitive uh nature but i also want to point out some other fun facts about microsoft with all the ips they have purchased reached recently biggest one uh before activision blizzard was bethesda uh, with the exception of Deathloop, which, by the way, I always found sus that at the Game Awards, Deathloop was up for so many awards in the same year that it came out. Months, like a couple months away from the Game Awards. Oh, big surprise. Microsoft was footing most of the bill for the Game Awards. Oh, never mind. Not surprised anymore. Um, What other major titles do you know came from Microsoft? Or any of their IPs within like the last two years? That is not on another platform somewhere else. Specific mm -hmm. to With Microsoft? Except, yeah. I Because if you really think about it, their most recent one is Halo. And how many times did that get pushed back? 
because the Xbox, what I want to go Xbox Series X came out now two years ago, almost. It'll be over two years ago. Well, not over, but this year will be two years. Well, and and even then, and and even then, I I love Halo. I love the books. I love the games. But but again, the focus is also their PvP. Once you play the storyline a couple times over, you're mostly playing the PvP. That's the yep. most popular part of it. Yes, everybody loves the storyline, but it's mostly a lot of PvP. These games will direct you to to that part of the game. Now, I have hope, and I read it. I saw an article, and it made me smile that with Sony now owning owning Bungie, Destiny Three might actually happen. Because I will say one thing about a good portion of Sony games. Sony, in my opinion, the the their promotion of PvP is typically fighting games. You say fighting games, most people are gonna they're gonna say PlayStation. You don't really, I mean, there's a few who you know played on, on Xbox, but if you really break it down and you look at the numbers, you say Overwatch, someone's gonna say PC Xbox. You say Street Fighter, you're gonna hear PlayStation. You say tech and PlayStation. Most of those people, most of their PvP aspect is uh fighting games which is a very niche audience. Their second and probably their biggest one is RPGs, single player RPGs, Persona, Sekiro, uh, Horizon before it went, you know, uh, multi-platform. Um, and, and they have so many, so many. Ghost of, Ghost of, Ghost of uh, um, yeah, thank you. you. You know I can't say it very <laughs> well. I always, <laughs> I always mess up the damn word. The uh, uh, thank and, you. And, 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 and they, they were game of the years, top tier games that most of the people that played it played it on a PlayStation. Yes, they were multi-platform, but let's be honest. Most of the people were playing them on a PlayStation. If people didn't love the games that Sony had access to, the PS5 would not still be that hard to get a hold of. The PS5 was a hard to get a hold of before the Xbox Series X. Only recently now has the Xbox Series X been like, oh, by the way, yeah, now we're sold out too. Yeah, but how long did that take? It almost makes me wonder, like, are, are you really, really sold out or are you just trying yeah. to look sold out? Because at this you point, you, you took a while. So there's my so conspiracy <laughs> there's uh they're trying to do away with the single single player experiences across the board and this scares me with microsoft scooping up all these studios because they scooped up bethesda because bethesda is well known for single player traveling into multiplayer they have the success of elder scroll online so i feel like microsoft was like look we care about single player see and we're like, okay, give us a game. They gave Deathloop. I personally haven't played Deathloop. I've heard Deathloop is good, but just as fast as it rose to stardom, it's fallen off the face of the earth. I haven't heard anything about it since. After the Game Awards, poof, gone. But to this day, you still hear about Ghost of Tsushima. Hello? When Elden Ring drops, I'm pretty sure we'll still be hearing about that five years from now. So with Sony scooping up Bungie, I see more 
positive things coming from it. One, I see more games coming from them. Two, I th- It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I think they're going to reel in how greedy Destiny got. I think they're going to reel that in because uh, Bungie probably went that way with it because they were self-sustaining. They didn't have that backing. It was all on them. When you think about it from that perspective, I get it. Makes sense. You got to make your money somehow when you're a standalone studio. You lost Activision, which by the way, can we talk about how Activision is like a bad ex hopping in bed with all these different (laughs) studios? It was Activision Bungie. First, it was Activision by themselves. I think Activision even teamed up with Midway before they went out of business. Yeah, they did. So then Activision, you ruined Midway. Then you got in bed with Bungie. You sent Destiny down whatever rabbit hole it decided to never recover from. Left Bungie holding the bag. And then you got in bed with Blizzard. And now all of a sudden you have these legal... (laughs) Can we... Which, which, just to touch on that issue, remember when Activision was first first came into being in the uh, in the nineteen eighties, they uh, Activision originally was for Atari, and they left Atari to become their own thing because they did not like huh. the work environment that huh. was Atari. If that's not, huh. <laughs> That's that is factual information. It is ironic, that and you can look it up. That is that's why they broke away and from then Atari. They turn around and do it themselves. What was that? What was that line in, in Batman? You either uh, you either die a hero, or live long enough to see yourself become the villain. Yep. We're looking Activision, at you, Activision, we're looking at you. But but now Activision, you your sleeping around days are done. <laughs> You're married. <laughs> yeah, now. you're married now, bitch. <laughs> There's no more bed hopping for you. Yeah. Put a ring on that finger. That down. <laughs> but um didn't even give you options. Just threw money at you. At you. Like oh, you're, you're let's be honest, you you're go. struggling here. I'll give but you a home. Bungie now will have the backing of Sony. That's some powerful backing. And I think because and here was the thing. A lot of people, I know you guys are probably wondering if you play Destiny, because there was like that was a big, like a lot of questions. There's like a 30 question forum that they had to answer of all the players immediately. Is this gonna change? Is this gonna change? Are you gonna do? And they were like, yo, calm down. And I'm I'm paraphrasing. You can find it on Google or if you go on our Reddit, we'll try to have the link for you uh up there. 
of people just asking, like, are all these things going to change about destiny? And it wasn't like, hey, please change this. It was like, please don't change this. Like, is it going to go exclusively? And they were like, no, nothing is going to change. Still going to be the game, you know, you're all still going to be able to play it regardless of where you play it. We're not changing. Enter Destiny 2. (laughs) Until we decide to drop Destiny 3, then it's a different story. (laughs) And I think they're going to do it. I think they're going to do it. And you know why I think they're going to do it? Sony, they're going to let Destiny 2, whatever contracts they have, because I'm pretty sure there's contract renewals for these games to stay on the platform. Microsoft, Sony, they probably have all paid Bungie to keep the game on their platform. Now, Sony has said, hey, come into our family. That that's a key word there. You're part of our family now. Bungie's like, okay. And they're like, look, when the contract's up or we go back to the negotiating table, however they conduct this business, they can say, look, you can keep the servers open for Destiny 2. But how about we do this? How about we make Destiny 3 the Halo killer? And they've got the secret and sauce. And it's about high time for a Destiny 3. It's high time for Destiny 3. They've got the 3. secret sauce because you've got the people that made Halo what it is. And obviously, they rub shoulders wrong with Microsoft or whatever. And who knows? Bungie probably accepted that deal because they probably thought, oh, Microsoft will come get us. We made Halo for them. And Microsoft was like, uh, yeah, Activision Blizzard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll drop 68. We'll drop 68.9 million on you. And Bungie's probably like, bruh, we, you wouldn't have Halo if it wasn't for us. Hello? So Sony was like, was it Hell Hath No Fury like a studio score? (laughs) (laughs) I I think, I think Halo Killer is is the wrong word. I know where you're coming from. Uh, Cause Halo being like, we're not going to, we're not about to stop Halo. I, I don't want Halo to stop. I don't think any of us do. It's, it's great. It's amazing. I love it. Uh, but if anyone's going to push out content that can be on par with Halo and be competitive from console to console, Bungie, Bungie will be able to do, to do it. They made the secret sauce. And I think we're going to see a repeat of history at an accelerated rate. So back when the PS3 and the Xbox 360 came out, there was a friendly competition between their games, which each side kind of had a winner. Um, when Gears of War, the Gears of War original trilogy dropped, PlayStation's response was Resistance Fall of Man. That was Ooh, that was a man, good that was series. a good game. That was their Gears of War. Uh, and it had the same highs and lows that Gears had. And I, I played both. I loved both. And I and I knew what was happening. I was like, okay, this is the tit for tat. And there were several games that came out on both where it was like, this is the tit for tat. Because even, and they even involved anime. People won't know, won't remember. But Xbox had Naruto Rise of a Ninja. But PlayStation had Naruto Ultimate Ninja Storm which was purely focused on the fighting aspect where Rise and Ninja tried to play on the, the RPG anime aspect. The fighting was lackluster, but the world was full and lush. You felt like you were in the world of Naruto, but you didn't fight like you were in the world of Naruto where Ultimate Ninja Storm had the beautiful anime fights 
and you were like, yo, I am fighting like I'm in the world of Naruto. But when you explored it, the world, it was like empty. It was like, okay, you can tell that's not where they put their focus, but let's just get into the fight. And I was like, this was the tip for tat, but ultimate Ninja storm ultimately won because it was all fighting, proving where that community was uh, mostly. So the reason I had said uh, halo killer <clears throat> is because four, five years ago, that was not likely. Nothing was going to kill Halo. Halo was on what? Even though people didn't like Guardians, it still sold. It's Halo. You drop a Halo, it's going to sell. However, until Infinite came out, Halo hit a low period. A very long low period. And, and that's true because I, I, uh, I had Halo 4 and 5. I'm sorry. I had Halo, uh, yeah, four and five, and I was also. I also had the Master Chief Collection, and when any time I got online to play PvP, even with four and five, there were times where it would it would take a long time to find a group to play with. Not always, uh, but as soon as you start getting that, where at any point in day, it's hard to find people to play with. That right there is an indicator of how many people are actually yeah. into that game now and how yeah. that game is doing. And I can tell you right now, Bungie has been running Destiny by itself. And as much as people have left Destiny, come back to Destiny, trash talk Destiny, praise Destiny, people still play Destiny. And Destiny 2 has been around for a while um, and it hasn't hit a lull. You can find a crucible match pretty quick. You can find fire teams for strikes pretty quick. Uh, most games are lucky that in their fourth or fifth year, you still have a player base that is that loyal, love it or hate it. And do, do you, do you think now that now that Bungie isn't having to worry about self-sustaining and they now have the backing, the financial backing of Sony as a whole, that we are going to see way more positive changes going down the road when we start getting into uh, yes. Destiny Three, um, Destiny and later expansions is versus it's it it is what it is. Its formula is set. Sony's not going to mess with it. It would cause too much chaos. Maybe more lore heavy. Maybe more yeah. kind of to the point with some things. Sony is big on story. Less, um, yeah, I was going to say Sony. Games that come from only Sony are definitely lore heavy uh, and yeah. story focused. So, yeah, I, I hope that's the case uh, going forward once this merger uh, fully happens and uh, they end up coming out with Destiny 3 is we see a game that isn't pushing out DLCs that feel like a repeat of prior Which, to be fair DLCs. to Bungie, you're one studio handling all of these servers <clears throat> and this still huge player base. Sometimes a reskin is the best you can do. But with that Sony backing, I, I see them Sony going, all right, you can't do that anymore. You got us. What do you need? You've got Sony resources. So I've, I foresee with a, a, a Destiny 3 complete overhaul, they probably will fade Destiny 2 out and rebuild it from the ground up, starting everything over would that piss people off 
probably, but it needs to happen. It needs a, it needs a fresh face so you can see the influence Sony has. Push that story. They'll cut back on PvP. It'll still exist, but they're not going to prioritize it. Because now that I sit back and think about it and the fact that Bungie just let this happen, I said, you know what? They probably focus on PvP because the money was there. That was was also help keeping them alive. You know, but now with Sony, they can go back to what it was supposed to be about. The story, the lore, teaming up with your friends and and fixing, you know, the world after after the collapse. So these are my predictions. Yeah, for Destiny 3, um, more story focused, less recycled assets. Um, much, much heavier DLC and less paywalls. Uh, because they're really one going into Destiny 3. They're not going to touch the algorithm they they have now. It's already set to establish, and it would just throw things out of whack. But I feel like Destiny 3 will be handled a lot better, the story will be progressed a lot better. The systems that they've used that a lot of people haven't liked, you can tell they were experimenting, which is probably why they haven't gone to Destiny 3, because they didn't know what they want to do with it. Sony can come in and be like, all right, well, we'll just figure this out for you. Scrap that. Keep that. Scrap that. Don't do this. Do that. Sweep. Well, the the state of the game is uh, like evident for that right now. You can tell that they're kind of in a place where it's like, all right, what do we really do next? Because I say that because if you if you get on right now and you look at the the destinations map, right, and you go to all the planets and you everything feels a little bit messy right now. And I know they're between two DLCs, but in the past, you've been able to get on easily see, okay, there are these many raids. You have to be this level to go to these raids and there's different levels of that raid you can choose from. They don't have that right yeah. now. They're scattered everywhere. It's not, it's not as user-friendly and obvious as it was in the past. And I feel like some of that is just a reflection of the messiness at Bungie in that aspect. So, uh, you know, and, and if anyone disagrees or thinks differently, you know, j- jump on our Reddit and, and let us know because we, we want to talk about these things with you guys. Uh, and everyone has so many different opinions. Yeah. I've read so much about this. Uh, but that, that's where I stand is, is I, I do see that as a reflection of where they're at right now uh, as, as far as what is their goal? What, what are they trying to do Another next? Another fun fact um, <clears throat> uh, involving this deal is apparently Bungie wants to become a global, global, global making up my own words here <laughs> global <laughs> <laughs> you're talking like me now a global media entertainment company meaning they want to do things outside of gaming but nobody knows what those things is but sony does because it came up in you know the in in the, in the articles like sony's saying hey bungie wants to do more which i think is a good move for them because the more freedom they have to do other things, I think the happier the company will be overall and the more productive they'll be with their gaming content. 
because if they can stretch themselves out and Sony gives them that room to grow under their protection, under their banner, and they do other things, I don't know, maybe they'll develop, because I'll tell you this, if they started saying, hey, we're going to make our own uh, audio equipment for streaming, I'm not going to lie, it would probably catch my interest. I'd be like, Bungie's making? Well, they know where it's at. Or they start putting out software to help like a, a software engine, like the Unreal Engine. If they, if that's something Bungie does, I'd be like, anything Bungie could do, even outside of gaming, because they have that credibility, would already pique my interest. And now that they want to do that, and, I'm like, yo, knock yourself out. And you know, to me, to to honestly, the evidence uh, backing that is. If you look at Bungie as a whole and everything they've done, you don't see quality or I'm sorry, you, you don't, you, you don't quality. see quantity under their, their name there. Yeah. There's not, a, you know, there's not 50 games under their name. There's a handful, but they're all games that are not only really, really good, but they, they, they keep the user base. Now I, you know, we all have our like destiny. We all have our opinions on destiny. We've all gone back and forth with destiny. Um, but at the end of the day, it is quality. Call it what you will. But if it wasn't quality, if it wasn't doing what it was meant to do, it would it not was, still be a game. It would not be a game since 2014, yeah. by the way. To prove your point, it would have died as fast as Anthem did. And Anthem was supposed to be. Oh, Anthem. Anthem was to, supposed to be the to answer destiny. to destiny. And it died. That game. Uh, and that, the, the clips of it looked good. But the game I'm so mad. I even tried to force myself awful. just for my money's worth to play through it. And I'm like, dude, I don't even think anyone plays it anymore. And I'm like, and then here's the worst part. Bioware just walked away from me. <laughs> they were like, yeah, we can't fix it. We're done. <laughs> they ghosted their own game. Own game. <laughs> I'm like, bro, you can't do that. <laughs> ghosted like, their own Bungie's game. Like, Yo, we hear you. We're going to try. And that's all most gamers actually want. Yes, we bitch, we gripe, we complain. We're like, this is broken, that is broken. But you give us stuff, we come back. Um, I said, yeah, I took two years off from Destiny and they still got me back. <laughs> so, so they have a formula. It's proven to work. But now, like I say, with Sony behind them, some things I think are going to get better. Now, I do have a question. Uh, does Bungie get royalties from Halo? I honestly don't know. Um, I know on their books, uh, Bungie is not maybe in the earlier books, but uh, every book I own of Halo, it features three, four, three industries and Xbox and Microsoft, but I don't see Bungie's name anywhere on it. So I want to say no. So, but I, I honestly, so I have no idea. For a quick refresher, if you if you know, what was it a fallout between Bungie and three four three, or was it just like a contractual thing? Because I'm thinking if Bungie is fifty percent the creator of Halo, unless there was some legal jargon somewhere that said you part ways, you get nothing. I'm thinking maybe they get something. From Halo, maybe not a lot because now Sony is making Halo money. Because 
that's still their creation or at least part of them. I know they they have they add from what I'm reading here they have absolutely no rights to Halo so I'm going to assume with that that means no royalties okay. as well because I was going to say that would be a that would be real sneaky on Sony's part making some Halo <laughs> on the sly making a little bit of Halo pocket change but uh but no yeah and two and. Uh, let's see. In 2007, shortly after shipping Halo 3, Bungie announced it split from Microsoft. The rights to Halo remained with 343 to oversee the Halo franchise. Microsoft created 343 Industries that same year and named after Halo uh, character 343, obviously Guilty Spark. And then Bungie continued making Halo games until Halo Reach in 2010. So, so they they would be getting some money because if they're if they have their name on any of that, that can't just be can't just be scratch also let's point out people started getting disappointed with halo when bungie left this is the first time since bungie hasn't been involved that people actually have liked the halo with the exception of no no this is the first time because people had complaints about four they had tons of complaints about five uh starting with misleading trailers (laughs) And yeah, I think Infinite is the first one since three that Bungie wasn't involved in that the community actually liked. Because Bungie left because they didn't want to keep making Halo games. They just simply yeah, didn't want to make Microsoft more. was like, oh, we 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 can do it without you. But under Microsoft, they were only allowed to work on Halo. They were not allowed to work on anyone else. So they let Microsoft basically have Halo and they left and became like they they left and just did their own thing. Because I they had they had contracts with Microsoft. They were working directly with Microsoft. They 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 were not always part of Microsoft. They were their own thing since 1991. And then they merged with Microsoft and or partnered with Microsoft and then they split. I guess maybe they uh maybe they feel merging again but with Sony isn't such a bad deal. Cuz as far as I read Sony said that they are going to be allowed to do what what they want to do as their own standalone. Honestly, it really just looks like Microsoft used Bungie specifically for Halo and then when Bungie wanted to do more and impeded in their on their work, Bungie said no. And then went back to being their own independent studio and Microsoft got to keep the rights of all that work. So it kind of makes, honestly, it kind of makes Microsoft sound like the douchebag there. They got the big wallet and they're flaunting it. And they've been, they, we've seen how Microsoft likes to operate when they get a winner. So they, they took Bungie and was like, all right, you got one job, Halo, keep putting out Halos. But you know, I got to give credit where credit is due. Bungie knows not to, well, knew not to milk something that too long. And I think they knew like, hey, let's just wrap up Halo. Let's just wrap it up. It was good. It was great. It was okay. Let it go. Move on. Because proof is Microsoft, they did the same thing with Gears of War. I don't even think the original developers are actually the ones that made four or five and judgment. I think 
I think Microsoft had someone else do the first three. I don't think it was, I don't think it's the same studios that did all the Gears of Wars. But one, two, and three, phenomenal. Lightning in a bottle. Microsoft couldn't let it go. So they wanted four or five and a judgment. And how many ever they have to like, they wait until one fails and then they're like, all right, we're done. We're, we're done. It's like they're too scared to uh, try, try new things. Here, here's something for you. Ex Bungie executive and composer Marty O'Donnell. I know that name because he is uh, one. He, he's not only ex Bungie uh, executive, but he also composed the music for Halo one through three. So he, uh, this was years ago. He spoke uh, on the YouTube channel, hidden uh, X Peria. And he explained that the only reason Bungie settled with signing to Activision to create destiny was to keep the rights or settle with signing to Activision was to keep the rights to destiny IP, something that other publishers like Microsoft included would not agree to. And uh, Donald says that Bungie's, executives were wary of the deal as soon as they signed up with the call of duty publisher. If there's any blame for going to Activision, I'm part of it. We knew it was a risk right from the get go. And then it turned out to be exactly as bad as we thought it was going to be. O'Donnell told hidden X We launched this franchise with Activision naturally. And over the course of time, we both decided we had different goals for what we wanted it to be. So we both went our separate ways. Of course, that got buried. So Activision still went back out on their street corner. Yeah. So it uh, it's, it sounds like Bungie is has really just been trying to do their own thing, make their games in their image. And anytime they seem to work with Microsoft or I guess Activision as well. Or any company, they try to, try to lock them down. <laughs> Be, they, yeah, they try to get in the way. They try to say no. They try to sh- um, make the calls and make it about money. I don't, I don't know. Uh, may, maybe making about money is a, a, a shot in the dark because Bunge, you know, uh, Destiny Two really does seem to have a lot of paywall issues. Uh, and so I'm, I'm not defending Bungie or Destiny as far as like the microtransactions and, and the paywalls and all that crap. Uh, but it sounds like what it, like there's a lot of beef between these three companies and in regards to Bungie, here's hoping that Sony doesn't block them. And I don't, I don't see that being a problem. Like I said, I think Sony is about the gamers and they're about their games. So I think Bungie's in good hands. Um, I don't think Bungie would make the same mistake. They've been down the road they know the warning signs. So. And, you know, consider what people, people are very outspoken with destiny right now. uh, And they have been for years about what they want. They want less of certain things. They want more of certain things that, that more of certain things is more con like lore and content. Um, They want more storyline. They want more stuff going on than all these million side quests and uh, little side stories that don't, maybe they matter, but they're not important. They, they want the main lore. What is going on? Where are we going? And they want that focus. Um, And I'm, I feel that 
if anyone's going to be able to deliver that Sony is Sony is a lot of things. Uh, and if I had to, their biggest, their biggest thing is what we just talked about and what you've mentioned a million times already is the single player games that are story driven. Now, obviously destiny is not a single player game, but if anyone's going to be able to give them what maybe Bungie needs, it's going to be Sony. And that's what it looks like to me. Yeah. So guys, let us know your thoughts on this. Uh, this is definitely the, 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 the start of a lot of bigger uh, things in the last couple of weeks. A lot of big plays have been made. So what are your opinions on this? What do you think is going to happen? Uh, who do you think is going to get scooped up next? Love to hear your predictions because we have plenty of them and they've been coming true. So we would love to know what you guys think. Uh, but I will say this. <laughs> this affects the gaming community as a whole, without a doubt. And I just hope that even if as a, a consumer or a, a stock market dabbler, these are things that you definitely want to be paying attention to because it's going to not only, even if you just are buying games for someone else, you need to know why these game prices are going up, why the market is changing. These are the things that are affecting it, affecting your stocks, affecting what games you're, when your kid comes to you and says, mom, I need you to buy me a PS5, but you just bought them an Xbox Series X and you're wondering, why do you need a PS5? Play your Xbox. This is why, because game switch platforms and 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 you know what having this knowledge and understanding how these things work as a gamer gives you a bigger voice that knowledge gives you a bigger voice when you when you go out as a community and try to make complaints Hold or make improvements or talk to these studios absolutely yeah. hit them with the facts that they don't think you know Not knowledge no knowledge really is power in, yeah. in that aspect so let us know guys uh we definitely want to hear from you and hit us up on reddit hit us up on twitter we would love to hear from you guys huge thank you to all of our patreons for your continued support of the podcast and everything we do um and if you guys love the show and you want to support us you can support us via the acast website you can sign up and subscribe or you can join us over on patreon patreon.com forward slash gamut games there are amazing tiers with amazing tier rewards including exclusive merch that is not sold anywhere that will be shipped to you guys for pretty much an entire year just for being a patreon depending on what tier you sign up at and I update these these merchandise with exclusive looks like we don't sell them. So only the Patreons have them. So make sure you sign up to get yourself some exclusive merchandise. Also, want to officially announce that GZ Chop Shop is part of a new uh, brand stream that I've been working diligently on. So when you guys do go to the merchandise shop and you see it, you're going to be like, what is this? Uh, we're officially launching the original series network. Um, because if you guys have been following us, you know, we have, uh, pretty much our YouTube channel, this podcast, our live streams. Uh, we pretty much have a lot of stuff going on. So we are officially launching the original series network, which pretty much will bring together all of our endeavors in one nice, neat little package for you guys to check out. So keep your eyes open for that as our pages update, some things change, um, and yeah, it's going to be a great time. Uh, a lot of stuff happening in, in quick succession. 
So make sure to go check that out. Anyway, you guys have been amazing. Stay safe out there. Take care of yourself. Take care of each other. We'll catch all you wonderful people on the next episode. Later, everybody. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. What's up, everyone? Project Itachi here. Did you enjoy the show? If so, think about supporting us on Patreon or ACAST for exclusive perks, content, and more. Also, visit our store at thegzshop.com. You can find all of our links on our website, osn-media.com. Until next time.